spent a lot of time pontificating over LeBron James's legacy. People want to make the argument, is, is LeBron better than Jordan? Is he equal to Jordan? Then those those that are on the side that that he is better than Jordan, they, they ignore the six finals losses. They ignore the fact that, that he failed to post up J.J. Barea. But then on the other hand, those that, that are Jordan aficionados, they ignore the fact that Hey, LeBron went to the finals much earlier in his career, and he he came in immediately, took teams deep into the playoffs. So he's the the argument is: is it better to go six and zero in the finals, or is it better to to go to the finals ten? Let's say maybe gets lucky and gets to another one, go to the finals ten or eleven times. And even the 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 Jordan fans, which I'm one of them. I'm I'm on the on the Jordan side of the ledger. Even they have to realize and give LeBron props for at the very least he's the best player at year 19 in the league in, in the history of the league. He's averaging almost 29 points a game as a 37-year-old. 19th year in the league. And no one's done that. Jordan, by the time Jordan was still a baller when he was in his late thirties, but he was he was starting to get fat. He had not invested in his body like LeBron had. He'd retired a couple of times. He was still an uh, uh, a All Star caliber player. He was by by no means a bum. In fact, his J was so wet. There, there are a lot of games Jordan to have 25, 27 in the first half. And he was just tired and, and couldn't go for 50 like young Jordan could have. And you see with LeBron James, all those games slow down slightly. It's just a very slight drop-off. He's, he's playing much more in the perimeter. He's hitting threes at a higher clip. But he can still run with the big dogs. He can still run up and down the court and, and bully people, dunk on people. It, he he still has the bunnies. It still looks like he's jumping off a trampoline. So if he's if he's lost, let's say that LeBron on the NBA 2K rating scale was a was a 98 out of 100 or a 99 out of 100, he's maybe going down to a 97 or 96 out of 100. He's still an elite top five player in the NBA. And if and if and to be honest. I would put my money on LeBron James to win any single game. One game. I take him in one game over Steph, over KD, over even Giannis to win one game. Got one game. I got a billion dollars riding on one game. I would take LeBron. Now, the converse of that argument is that absolutely none of you would take LeBron to win seven games especially with this current Lakers squad. And none of you would take LeBron over a seven over Jordan in a seven game series. If your life depended on it, if you had millions of dollars riding on it, absolutely none of you, I'm saying 0%. We we're pulling close to a hundred thousand listeners a week. Actually, we've crossed the hundred thousand listener threshold. So I'm saying if the denominator is a hundred thousand, I'm saying that zero out of 100,000 of the people that listen to this show on a weekly basis, they're probably hearing this broadcast. Zero of you 
would take LeBron over Jordan in a Game 7 series if your life depended on it or if you had millions or billions of dollars riding on it, if you if you had a loved one whose health was riding on it, your kid's college education was riding on it, your promotion was riding on it, none of you would take LeBron over Jordan. But what I'm very fascinated with, and, and I don't usually talk about kids, I've talked about Bronny James before, I don't generally talk about young people on the show. It's not, it's not my thing. People that are young are still developing, even with college football players and basketball players. I might put in my two cents, but I'm not going to rip a quarterback that threw four picks or, or had a bad season because these are, these are young men. They're developing. They're getting better. They're coming into their own. I know when I was 19, 20, I was a complete spaz. So who am I to, to, to critique and tear down, especially our young African-American kings. I'm just, that's not really my thing. But LeBron has been talking, and I thought it was very interesting. A couple weeks ago, he talked about, he was, he was in an interview, he was talking about the concept of retiring. He's saying that he, can, he could see the light at the end of the tunnel when his career will be over. And in my opinion, LeBron doesn't have anything else to prove. I mean, he's on a team that, that Lakers team, that's not, they're not going to win a championship, with or without AD. Let me, it's newsflash. If you don't understand basketball, AD is in decline. People say that he's soft and injury prone. It's Afion Crockett had this great. If you go, if you go to YouTube, look, look up Afion Crockett, who's a who's a comedian. And he kind of looks like AD. He penciled his beard in like AD and a unibrow. He did this, he did this spoof of AD, just this is like life with AD, living around the house with AD. He gets up, he's brushing his teeth in the morning, pulls a muscle. Goes to the refrigerator to get some orange juice, pulls a muscle. Sitting on the couch, watching TV, changing the channel, pulls a muscle. Doing yoga in his living room, pulls a muscle. And I thought that was very funny, and the music was even, even funnier. And people get on AD for getting hurt a lot, but, but it's deeper than him just getting hurt. I don't think the AD is soft. I just don't think that he's built. Everybody's not built to play 80 games a season plus playoffs. His body is just not built for that. LeBron's body was built for that. Jordan's body was built for that. The Cobster's body was built for that. Jabbar's body was built for that. Carl Malone's body was built for that. Other people, not able to do it. Larry Bird couldn't do it forever. His body wouldn't allow him to do that for, for 15 years. He got eight, nine good years, great years, when he was the second best player in the league or even the best player in the league. Some people... Break down physically. That doesn't make them soft. It doesn't mean that they don't love the game. It doesn't mean that they're not a great teammate. It just means that they physically break down. It's easy for me to armchair QB this from my couch. When I'm out there, I'm not out there playing. I'm not out there. People have arthritic conditions. People have problems, especially these big guys. They have problems with their ankles and their knees and their feet. And they're dealing, their bodies are different than yours and mine. So LeBron's not going to win a championship with this team. You got Russ Westbrook, who, who's, just, who's just terrible. Say what you want about him. He just, it's just, it's hard to watch him play. Like, it's, it's, it's really, really bad. But he's been talking, LeBron, he's been talking about wanting his son, that he wants to play with his son. And I think that that's very interesting. Because the ultimate boss move for LeBron James is he's in the twilight of his career. is to be able to get his son to be like Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. to suit up with his son. 
And LeBron's still good. LeBron's still going to be good at 39, 40 if he plays that long. He may not be as explosive, but he's going to he's definitely going to be the best 40-year-old to ever play in the NBA. Much better than Jordan. And he wants his son to play with him and it's interesting because his son I'm not ripping Bronny James, but his son is not an NBA prospect. His son averages 7 points a game at Sierra Canyon as a junior. He's 17, he's 6-2, maybe 6-2 and a half. He's got his son, Bronny James, amazing bounce, amazing DNA, amazing basketball IQ. But being 6'2", getting to the league at 6'2", he's 17. I don't know how much more he's going to grow. But when LeBron James was 17, I went to see LeBron James at the state championship in Columbus, Ohio, when he played for St. Vincent, St. Mary's. LeBron James was 6'7", when he was 17. I'm not saying that Bronny can't have a growth spurt. I'm just saying that him and LeBron are not the same guy. Bronny is not a short shot, one and done NBA prospect. Now, I think that he could go to any school he wants. He could start for three or four years, be a very successful college basketball player. But LeBron James is a son. Bronny James is closer to Taco Fall than he is his daddy. I mean, he's he's looking at a G League contract and a two-way contract where he's going to play some in the NBA. Maybe he goes to school for two years. He comes out to the league. He's not a short shot. He's not like Zion Williamson or LaMelo Ball or one of these guys that's so good. They play in college one year. They go in the NBA and they go lottery. I think the ultimate boss move is that LeBron James is, is so powerful. And I'm seeing this from a mile away. He's going to get his son an opportunity to play in the league after his son. Bronny James is going to go somewhere. And as a freshman, he's going to come out. And because LeBron James with clutch sports and just his, his cachet and his power, he's the most powerful person ever in the history of the NBA, even much more powerful than Jordan. LeBron's going to be better off the court than Jordan. I don't think that's going to be a debate. He's going to get his son, Bronny, an opportunity to play in the NBA after his freshman year in high school because it's a business opportunity and it's entertainment, like I said before. And if you want LeBron James on your team, LeBron does these, these free agent deals where he does these short-term deals. If you want him on your team, or even if you're the Lakers, you're going to have to pick Bronny up. And I think it's dope. I don't even care about meritocracy because who cares about the 12th or 11th man on the roster? How, how big of, 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 of a deal is that? You're talking about guys that, that hardly ever play. You're talking about Mario Chalmers, people that are coming on, on 10-day contracts. Tucker Horton, people like that, that don't really play that much. And if Bronny gets to play and Bronny gets a chance to get coached by NBA people, he can probably carve out a career for himself in the NBA as, as a combo two guard, a perimeter defender, and someone that's great in transition. And I, and I think that that's, that's fantastic. But it's very clear, I don't, I don't see, and it's not a diss to Bronny, I've seen Sierra Canyon play. I've seen Bronny play. I've followed him. I, I coach AAU for many years. I've coached not kids of his caliber, obviously. But I've seen kids develop. I've seen kids grow. And I don't see the DNA lottery in, in Bronny James. And I don't see someone that's going to come into the NBA like a lottery pick. I don't, I don't see that. I see someone that's more going the G League route, the overseas route, the, the, the P.J. Tucker out, somebody that's a grinder that, that works to get in. But if his father can help him get an NBA job, I think that that's, that's fantastic. And ultimately, that's, 
and that's not the league. Mike Golick Jr. has a broadcasting job because of his father. His father's a legend on the radio. He made sure that his son was set up to be a legend on the radio. People, some people call it nepotism. I just think it's business. You, your whole, your whole point of doing great things at your job and, and building a legacy is that you can set your kids up to be just as successful as you are, if not more successful. And and I'm and I'm definitely here for it. Paragon Seven Studios. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and, as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flake. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph. And, and Brandon Hollywood, he said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.